The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you could learn more about spirituality and how it can work in your favor, would you be intrigued? Of course you would. It's time to get real. This is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson. In our show, we'll interview fascinating guests with the intent of bringing you closer to who you really want to be. Get ready for some of the most profound radio on any airwaves today. Now, here is James Robinson. Welcome, everyone, to Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson. And today we have an award-winning author, Fernando Camargo, who is an Italian-Brazilian living in San Paulo, Brazil. Hello, Fernando. Hi, James. Thank you very much for the opportunity to be interviewed in such a radio program, nice program. Well, let me uh, introduce you. Uh, as I said, not only is he a award-winning author, he's also an award-winning architect, and he has an, a degree in arts and media. And he's a world traveler. He's, this is impressive. He speaks four languages, English, Portuguese, Italian, and Spanish. He's written a travel book, Rio Maravilla. And for many years, he's been practicing yoga and meditation and studying the Kabbalah. His exploration of spiritual teachings motivated a commitment to self-development, which in turn created a new path and goal in life. And the result of that was a award-winning book, Shanti and the Magic Mandala, um, which has won a bronze uh, medal winner at the 2014 Moonbeam Children's Book Awards. Uh, and I know that this is just the first in many exciting books that Fernando will be writing. So welcome to the show, Fernando. Thank you so much, James. It's a pleasure to me to be there. One of the things that I noticed that you have quite a bit of, of a varied background, and I was wondering if you could tell us how you started in architecture and ended up being an award-winning writer. Oh, you know, James, uh, I have always had the dream of being a writer since I was a child. And I had been asking for a new goal in my life for more than seven years, I guess. And through my meditation and spiritual practice, and one day I had an insight to write a book in which I could express myself and also share my experience with others. Wonderful. So how did you go from being an award-winning architect to an award-winning writer? Yes, I think, uh, in fact, it was the desire of change my life, you know? Like, since I, I started to practice yoga and meditation, I started to get some different insights for my life, 
Uh, and so I decided to start changing my life. And then uh, one day I got this insight during the meditation, and that's why I decided to start and try to change. What did you change about your life? Yeah, I changed because, like uh, previously, uh, I think my life was more superficial. Like, I was connected with more superficial things. And, in fact, like, regarding, like, all the the jobs and the projects I had in architecture, I wasn't happy So with that. And... So I start to do like a self-development to try to know better myself. And since I start this and I start to do like the meditation and the yoga and the spiritual practice, I, I start to change myself. And then I start to try to find a new goal in my life. And that's, that's like uh, the writing for me is a tool of changing, like it's a tool for sharing with others. Uh, well, I'm very interested in the transformation you experienced because I know a lot of our listeners are looking for exactly that kind of transformation in their life. So, was the would you credit the meditation and yoga for that transformation? Yes, you know, like for many years I have been practicing yoga and meditation, and also studied the Kabbalah. And yes, I, I think my exploration of spiritual teachings motivated a commitment to a self-development, in which in turn create a new path and goal in my life. And I, you know, like James, I think I am positive that also Chant and the Magic Mandala, my book, was born from this inner journey. Okay, now you say you've pra- you've studied the Kabbalah and. What kind of insights or uh, transformation did that help you achieve? You know, like uh, about about the the teachings of the Kabbalah. Uh, very little. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, like uh, uh, personally, I like some teachings. I think I, I could learn some uh, very important and powerful things to change my life. I think the most important teaching, like, it's like, love your neighbor. Like, this is, I think, the main point. I think it's like also in all the religions and all the most important spiritual traditions. And that's uh, exactly what, like, the main pillar of the Kabbalah is. And also another, we must assume the responsibility for our lives, you know, like we are the responsible ones. We, we create our lives. We create our own reality. And the other point that I like very much is the, that the physical reality has previously created in another dimension. So it's like a seed. That you, you planted a seed in a soil that will germinate and grows and one day uh, be, will be transformed in a tree, you know? Like, uh, and the other one that I like very much is like we always have to go out of our comfort zone and do restriction and also uh, have this. Okay. One of the things that I noticed 
what you just said is very, very important, I think, for everybody, and that is to take um, responsibility for your life. And if you could you elaborate that on that a little bit? What does that mean to take responsibility on your life? Yeah, you have to understand that we are part of this planet, you know. We have to assume the responsibility for our lives and that and also that we have to be proactive towards the others, towards the planet, towards the nature defense, the animal defense. We have a mission, like, we have, like, we are, like, part of this, you know? Right. So how does the study of Kabbalah and your meditation and yoga lead you to that conclusion? You know, like, I I think all these teachings have inspired me to change my life. And always, like, once we started to study these things, we started to practice yoga, meditation, you really started to reach a different level of consciousness. And I think all the things that we, we learn, like, in a higher level of consciousness is the things that you can really keep and for our, your change, for our personal changes and change the others as well. Okay, well, I I think that's so important for our listeners is that through meditation and and spiritual studies, you can change your level of consciousness, and and so let me let's start talking about your new book because uh, it's a fascinating story. It's apparently it's an adventure where fantasy and reality are mingled. And it tells a story of six teenagers coming from all different cultures and religious backgrounds and different parts of the world who are mystically recruited to form two groups. And they gather in Peru and through a single alliance begin a frantic chase for a sacred object that can stop a black magician's final plan. How did you come up with that book? And uh, I understand it's won an award and congratulations on that. And tell us about the process, about uh, where the idea for the book came from and, and how you wrote the book. Oh, thank you. Uh, you know, like, uh, I think everything started, like, uh, in a meditation process inside. I had an insight, and I started to, to writing, you know. And then the, the things start to come into my mind. And I have always this idea that we have to try to do something to share with others, like for a better planet. And I think, like, to talk about multicultural issues, like, it's very important because it's like a, a way to talk about the possibility to uh, about the union uh, towards the, the peace, you know, and so uh, uh, the creative process, like, is like that. I, like after meditation, I start to to writing and writing, and then the the story start to to getting like a, a shape. And then I decided to keep travel to different places in which I I dreamed on the story, and then I traveled to Peru to do research about the places with persons, and then I studied mythology, I studied 
sacred uh, sacred geometry, many things related in the story that I would like to to pass to the others, like to to inspire the young readers and also the adults. Fantastic. Well, I think it's that's something that uh, is very very important is to be able to write about your inner journey. Uh, so this was kind of like uh, a journaling quest. You started writing about ideas that you had in your head, and it eventually turned into a book. Yeah. Is that correct? I think. You were just journaling your thoughts? Yes. You know, like, I think uh, I always try to, f- to follow my, my feelings, my thoughts, and trying to do, like, uh, something connected with a purpose in life. And it has been, like, more than seven years that I started this journey, trying to find my person, trying to find uh, my purpose to be here. Because I think uh, we all have, like, a mission. Like, we came here like with something to do we are not doing like nothing here right and we are here like for to transform ourselves we are here i think to fix it and you know uh, mistakes and that's why i think uh, this is uh the whole process included like uh, to write in this book well that's great i wonder um in, in all of that process how long did it take to write this book? Yeah, in fact, the the time it was around one year, like to write the book. But I consider like like six years because like it's part of the whole process, you know. Like uh, once, like I start uh, when I start to get the first insights to write, and then but like the process to write. Properly, it was like one year, and then like I did like many studies like in parallel, like such as I told you before, and sacred geometry, astrology, mythology, and all this stuff that I use in the book, you know, because I I want uh, I would like to try to transform like the book in an interesting thing, bringing like interesting subjects. For the young readers, like, they are so lost, like, you know, like, they are so superficial nowadays, and I want to inspire them to maybe to to study different things, to do different sports, to see the sunset, you know, to love the others, and so, like, it's like a, it's like a real, like a travel in my own book. Well, I think inspiring our young adults and children to be more than superficial is a very admirable uh, goal, and uh, I'm sure that this book will inspire a lot of uh, young adults and adolescents to d- be more than just a uh, you know superficial person. Now, we're going to take a short break, and when we get back, I want to ask you about all your experiences in researching this book and all the travel that you've done, because I know that's going to be fascinating. So this is okay. Get, 
This is Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson, and we're talking to Fernando Camargo, who has recently written an award-winning book called Shanti and the Magic Mandala. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com What if there was a radio show that could demonstrate how we can cut your taxes in half without diminishing needed government services? One that could explain how to create tens of millions of jobs at no cost to taxpayers, as well as fantastic yet easily affordable health care. Side effects include cutting crime rates nationwide, providing better education for our children, international peace and harmony, and protecting your private, personal data from government intrusion. Tune in to Libertarians Working for You with Arvind Vora, weekdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even co-worker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite, live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Ready to chat about your favorite soap operas? The daytime discussion is here with Dan J. Kroll and Soap Central Live. For the past 15 years, Dan has been dishing and discussing on SoapCentral.com. And now he's taking the talk to the airwaves of the Voice America Variety Channel. You'll go behind the scenes with the biggest stars of daytime, along with guest commentary from the Soap Central columnists. And we'll take your questions and comments during our live show. Soap Central Live, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson, and today we have award-winning writer Fernando Camargo, who is an Italian-Brazilian living in Brazil, and we're talking about his new award-winning book, Shanti and the Magic Mandala. So, Fernando, could you tell us a little bit about the book and and what people can expect when they read it? No, uh, sure, sure, James. Um, well, Shanti uh, and the Magic Mandala is a young adult novel. It's a multicultural story with mystical approach. And the book is an adventure where fantasy and reality mingle. Uh, it tells the story of six teenagers 
coming from different cultural and religious backgrounds and from different parts in the planet. And in the plot, they are mystically recruited to a single alliance, beginning a frantic chase for the sacred object that can stop the black magician's final plan. Are these... Uh, you mentioned that you developed this book through meditation and your spiritual practice. Are these characters based on people that you actually know? No, in fact, in fact like, uh, I, I, I get inspired like, to use different characters with different religions, different uh, cultural backgrounds, uh, because, you know, uh, I think we, we live in a globalized world, and we live in a multicultural world. We have, like, to understand that we have to accept the difference and also admire the difference. I think we have also to have uh, uh, glad and about ourselves, about our background, but you have to accept the difference. I think this is the main point, because, you know, like, I think prejudice is, I think, is the worst thing for the peace in this world. Well, I think it's great that you've written a book that addresses not only multiculturalism, but also prejudice, because I agree with you that that's a very big problem in our world today. Now, you're an Italian-Brazilian living in Sao Paulo. What prompted you to set your story in Manhattan and other parts of the world? Yeah, you know, like, uh, I find uh, New York especially a very cosmopolitan, multicultural, and democratic city for the for the the for the plot happen and uh, I have been to New York constantly since I was sixteen, and I really know well the city and also james uh, I am a travel addicted. And we live in a globalized area, era, and I decided to use different countries I have been to around the world, which could be involved in the same adventure. So would you say that this book is basically based on your life? Yeah, it's basic uh, in my own experience, like, because it's difficult, like, when you use, like, different geographic places, different countries, um, you have to be, I think it's very important to be there, to experience uh, the culture, to experience the place, the landscape. It's difficult to talk about something that you, you don't know, you know, like, so I think it's, yes, you are right, it's a mixture of uh, it's, um, my experience, like a physical experience, like to go to the places, to exchange experiences with different people, different cultures, different landscapes, different sports. And on the other hand, it's an inner journey, like my spiritual uh, experience. And I have experiences that I have uh, learned and I different uh, spiritual teachings, different religions. I pressed through many different teachings and schools 
and I loved all them. And but I, you know, I consider myself completely like uh, ecumenic, and that's it. Well, I think that's a very important uh, tip that you've shared with everyone, and that is if people want to write about something, they should be writing from their own experience and that they shouldn't uh, try to write about something they don't know anything about. So um, I, I think it's fascinating that you've actually traveled to all of these places. Were you doing that in research of the book? that you wanted to go to these places before you wrote about them? Yeah, like, uh, I love to travel to all these places. And uh, as I told you before, like New York, I know very well. I have, I've, I go very often. And all the others, like, I experienced, like, uh, I had a great experience in, in Jordan, in the Vajihun Desert. It's amazing, like I do many things there, and in that day, I stayed there like around three days, I think three nights, and I was very, it was very, a great experience, and it was very inspiring me, very inspiring, and, and then like Peru, like I, I have been to Peru previously, like to write the book, and uh, I did the uh, itinerary very interesting, and I did them a lot of interviews with local people, with guides. I have I have been to all the places I have mentioned in the book. So it was like it's like a travel inside a travel, you know. <laughs> right, right. Well, I, um, one thing: did you go? to these places with the intention of having a spiritual experience or did that just happen? Yeah, I think, yeah, always, like, depends the place and but, but I always, like, go to a place and then I have a different experience, you know? We never know what, like, we're supposed to, to experience and so, like, uh, Peru was very strong to me like Peru, like I had great experience. I did like a five-day trekking to the Machu Picchu, and and that day this journey was very intense and you know, for my life because it was I was a vegetarian already, but uh, sometimes I eat fish, and and in this in this trekking I I I couldn't eat fish anymore after the trekking, you know. Wow, I'm, so you're a complete vegetarian now. Yeah, How did, now did, I am completely vegetarian. So did that help you writing this book? So I think uh, uh, once I decided to be became like a vegetarian, like completely, even like I don't eat uh, fish anymore, since I started to do that, my level of sensibility changed completely, you know, like, and so uh, doing my meditation and yoga process, it would be, uh, it was much easier, like, to get a higher level of different level of consciousness. And so, like, it was like, it's like amazing, amazing thing, like, uh, sometimes, like, 
when I previously usually to eat lots of heat, I didn't understand this. But after, like now these days, I can tell like this, like uh, for sure, like uh, it's completely different. Like the process, you know, the the facility that like the way you can connect it is much easier. I think it's like because behind it there is all the the animal suffering there is pain in the process and once you decide to become a vegetarian uh, you decide to 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 say no to this like to say no to kill animals to say no like to the suffering of others and this has happened a lot like you are more clear like you are more clean you know Yes, I, I definitely know that many people have reported that becoming a vegetarian made them much more clear thinking and more peaceful. So I, I can see where that would have a great impact on your writing. Let me ask you this. What prompted you to write this book specifically for young adults and adults? Um. I think, you know, James, I wrote uh, a book I would have been amazed to read if I were a teenager, you know, like, uh, also, uh, in my opinion, yeah, the young people are the ones who will be able to change the world. I think that's why I decided to bring them something to plant, to plant a seed in their lives, to be able to germinate good feelings related to the planet, related to the rights. But also I think like also like adults can be very inspired by it. I had like uh, some friends that loved the book and uh, we already had like some very good reviews about the book. And so uh, about the process, I decided that it could be a good idea to use a playful, a playful approach with these themes that are so important for the planet, you know, James? Like, we are talking about freedom. We are talking about human rights. We are talking about planet protection, about animal defense, about love, about all these subjects that are fundamental for the health of our planet. So I think that that's why I decided to write an adventure, but it's a fantasy as well. But also there are many mystical and spiritual approaches. Well, I think that uh, all of what you've just said is so important for our, to teach our young people about uh, using their imagination and and understanding that they might be able to contribute by changing their reality. Let me, let me ask you, what did you do to uh, develop your imagination? Because I know that there is a bit of fantasy in your book, but with your background as an architect, obviously you must have developed your imagination in, uh, in order to write this. Uh, yeah, that's right, James. 
And, you know, like, the main thing, I enjoyed so much writing because while in the process, I travel in my own story, you know, as if I was a character from the book participating in all the adventures. And so, for me, like, the whole process of writing was fantastic because it disconnected me from real life, which pleased me a lot. And I think, James, like, the men think, like, to write and to do, like, art, all the creative process. I think, like, behind that, there is, like, inspiration and creativity creativity, and I think, you know, like, I think inspiration and creativity are not rational process, like, they are something that we can reach once we are connected to a higher level of consciousness, and so, for me, like, this is incredible, but I usually become more creative after my spiritual meditation practice. Well, I think that's really important for people to know that it's through your meditation that you uh, created your imagination and uh, developed that imagination. But we're going to have to take a short break again, and then we're, when we come back, we'll be talking with Fernando Camargo about his book, uh, that is his award-winning book, and also what he hopes people will learn from reading his book, and some other fascinating uh, things about his life that uh, we'd like to for our listeners to hear. So this is Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson, and our guest today is Fernando Camargo. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Boomers Rock Radio with Tom Mack is ready to entertain, enlighten, and educate. Our show is all about quality of life, fitness, mental health, nutrition, self-improvement, finance, and more. As you grow older, you may actually have more questions. Tom is here to help. He'll invite experts from many facets of health, business, and life to bring the answers to you. Make Boomer's Rock Radio your weekly stop on the Voice America Variety Channel every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific. Join us and improve your life. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Listen for Matters of Design with celebrity designer Dimitri Christian Skirakis as he explores the dynamics of interior decorating. Imagine your personal style and ideas being shaped by our guest experts as they highlight a mixture of home furnishings, lighting, textiles, and fashion from around the world. If you've ever had difficulty trying to plan how to do it yourself... 
Why not collaborate with a designer and wind up with results like you've never dreamed of? Matters of Design can be heard live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson, and today we have a very, very talented, award-winning architect and writer, Fernando Camargo, and we're talking about his new book that's written, Shanti and the Magic Mandala, which has won an award from the Children's Moonbeam uh, Award Society, and I, I guess we want to start this segment Fernando, just just ask you, what do you hope people will learn from reading your book? You know, like uh, the main thing, like uh, the the book is like a, a purpose in my life, and I have the desire to inspire them to start to see the others, to to inspire compassion in them, to inspire like that they could see the world and to could see the animals, the nature, to be more uh, generous about the regards all the subjects in the planet. And I think the main point is like to inspire good feelings because I think the people are a little bit, young readers mainly, I think they are a little bit lost in the whole process of the globalization and all these stuff, like, you have to bring them good values. We have to bring them, like, good options. Because, you know, like, sometimes, like, the problem is, like, to not have option or to not know about that there is an option. And we are part of the process. And, and that's why, like, uh, my desire is, like... Uh, Inspire, like good uh, to, uh, to the young readers to be proactive towards the world, like to realize that they are part of the process, that they have like to to put their their lives like in the in the place of the animal, in the place of the nature, in the place of the poor children around the world. Like we are all like. Uh, brothers and sisters, I mean, like, we, we, we are connected. We came from the same energy. We are, like, returning for the same energy. That's why we are just here, like, we are, like, experiencing things to develop ourselves, to fix things, to correct. And we have, like, to be kind with others, like, we have to, to, demonstrated love, and that's it, I think, the main point. 
Well, compassion is something that this world has been missing for a long, long time. And I think that if, you know, to be able to connect with that in your book is, is very, very admirable. One thing, another thing is, uh, I wanted to ask you about is that the Hindu, uh, concepts that you're, you refer to in your book. I mean, you talk about Krishna, you talk, your main character is Shanti, and you talk about mandalas. So how has Hinduism or these things uh, inspired you to write this story? Yeah, you know, like James, in the whole process, I think I'm, I'm very glad because, like, I started my spiritual path and my spiritual teachings with the Hindu teachings, like, and so Krishna was very important to me. I was a member of Yogananda, uh, Yogananda uh, place here in Sao Paulo. I did a voluntary work, and so, like, I'm very respectful uh, towards them, but the main point, like, is uh, not only, like, the Hindus, but, uh, you know, like, I think Krishna, like, that I mentioned very much in the book, because, you know, I love him as I love Jesus, I li- as I love Buddha. And the main point for me is, like, the, I think Krishna is one of the most important spiritual masters. And, but like, like Jesus, Buddha, and others. And, you know, like, I think all the great spiritual masters, the, the main point of the book is like to be this, you know, like I think it's like that uh, all the great spiritual masters have been born into the world at different times, in different cultural contexts, but I think like they came to uh, illuminate it, but they came illuminated by the same truth, I think. I think, in my opinion, you know, that they came to teach mankind that we all uh, we all are brothers and that the peace uh, should be the main goal of man, which is like like loving one another is the is the true pillar of humanity, you know. So, like uh, we can see uh, very easy express it in the teaching, like, don't do the others what you wouldn't like them to do to you or your loved ones. Like, uh, you know, like, this is we call like, the, golden, the golden rule. Like, the golden rule, like, it's like the mandatory rule in the planet and should be followed by everybody, I think. That's a great point, Fernando. What would you say has been the most helpful or has been the most impactful uh, spiritual teaching for you? Uh, you know, like, uh, I use it to be more superficial, and I, I didn't care about spiritualism and purpose in life. And after I started my spiritual path, my life started to change completely, you know? Like, and then I started to see things 
for a new perspective. So I think the main point, I think, is the most important thing is like the compassion. You know, like, I think compassion was one, one of the main things that transformed my life, definitely. And when we think of having a purpose in life to share with others and the planet, compassion is the motivation for well, I think that motivation is is probably just as important as whatever the goal is, and I think that's an important point for everybody to hear. Um, let me shift gears a little bit here because uh, one thing we need to let our listeners know is how can they get a copy of your book? Oh, uh, it's available already, like in Amazon.com, Amazon UK, like in Barnes and Nobles, and many different details, like on request, you know, like. Okay, well, there's, I'm sure everybody will be able to go online and, and find your book in Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Could you share with us what your experience was in, in getting this book published. I know a lot of people of our listeners are either writing books or have written books and would like to get them published. Uh, how did you get yours published? Yeah, you know, uh, James, um, I have been blessed to meet people who started out as a professional publisher, critical reader, and publicist, and all of them have became very close friends of mine. And the process was very interesting and started in Brazil. And then, as my book is a very multicultural and talks about a great, uh, big L audience, like uh, I tried to contact people in New York and then was very accepted for a, a little a literary agent there. And then it's like, it was like a beautiful trajectory, you know? And, uh, and so it was very, very nice. And what can I say and where can I, to, for the people, like, is that the publishing process, in fact, is not that easy, but like uh, we, 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 but never for, give up, you know, about this. Like, you have always to be out of the comfort zone, to be there, and to do a hard work, and believe in the, in the, in the book, and believe in your, in your thoughts, you know? Like, never get disappointed and be prepared to have your work rejected. This is very important because, in fact, once you get rejected, you like you are more close for your goal. So, like, it's very normal. And first, do I think I recommend, I really recommend, first do a, a, a deep research about who could be interested in the content of your book. And also, uh, it's 
mandatory as well, like look for people who you think they have like the same line of thought as yours. And you know, James, like, and for me, like, the best tip is like, I think that the most important thing is try to include others in your dream, you know, like in our dream. And this is the key for magic. Okay. One thing I know that with all of the traditions that you study, there is a mystical part to those teachings. So are do you have any practices that uh, help shift energy? No, especially, but I think we have to try to be connected and we have, we must be honest with ourselves and we must, I think we, we're like, you should try, you know, like to try to find something behind our desire because our desire uh, can be only a selfish, selfishness desire. Like you must include like uh, a big, a uh, big thing. You know, like you must include others. You must, you you must have like a a, a bigger, like a, a bigger goal. You know, like otherwise, like it's not like writing for to get money or writing like to do that travel. I don't think like this, the things work like that, but it's like in my personal opinion, you know, like after like doing like my whole process, that's why like I think the most important thing is try to include others. Like others means like everything that it's like the sharing, you know, like it's something that it's not by only related to yourself, you know, like it's related to the others. Because, you know, how can you be happy if you, if everything around you is miserable? You know, nowadays, I can't, like, I can't, I can't understand this. Okay. Well, I definitely agree with that, Fernando. Um, one thing I was curious, have you got any more books coming out? Are you writing any oh. other books now? Yeah, like, yes. In fact, James, I have already done a great research in other countries uh, for my next book. And I think, and also, like, I think of the most important features of my book is that the plot happens in many different countries. So, like, I'm very glad and I'm very happy about that. And I did, like, a fantastic trip on June, and I met, like, my great friend there that is living in Cambodia, and it was a, an amazing experience. Wow, you really are multicultural. Well, we've only got one or two minutes left, Fernando, and I, I always like to give my guests an opportunity to leave us with a pearl of wisdom. So one thing I'd like to ask you is that if there's one thing you could tell people that would improve their lives, what would it be? Yeah, James, you know, like, uh, I, in my opinion, you know, because I don't like to, to tell 
things to people, like to trying to teach him. You know, like I'm not a teacher. Like I'm like like a human being trying to fix my mistakes, trying to improve in myself. But James, I think we are in transit in this planet, and in my opinion, we are spiritual beings having a physical experience, and we are here for a reason, for sure. I think, like, and I think. Uh, we are here to improve ourselves uh, and also to transform and correct the things which must be changed. So I think, like, we have to understand and love the planet, you know, like especially our neighbors. And we must definitely to understand that we are also responsible for our lives. Like, so... Like, so we must do our share, we must go out of our comfort zone, helping others, um, helping the animals, the nature, uh, and the environment. Like, because you know, James, like, we have always, we have to, to assume the, that responsibility is ours as well. Because, like, we can't keep always point and accusing others. Like, if we keep standing still and doing nothing, we are also guilty. So, like, let's stand up. Let's do our share being proactive towards our planet. Fantastic. Fernando, I'm sorry to interrupt you because sure. I know we could keep going, but we're having to we're having to stop. I wanted to let everybody know that they can find out more about Fernando at www.ftcamargo.com, and they can get more information about Get Real Radio and my show on my website, jamesgrayrobinson.com. So thank you, Fernando. That was a great show. And I hope everybody will get a hold of your book and read it because I know it has many, many very important spiritual messages for them. So this is Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson. Our guest today was Fernando Camargo, and we will see you and talk next week. Thank you again for tuning in to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. Please join us again next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This week, open up your heart and look inside your spiritual self. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.